Thanks for listening to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? We're stoked to be back for season five, and this year we're coming back bigger and better than ever. That's right, Michael. You've been busy over the off-season. We're now on Instagram, X, YouTube, and TikTok. And, of course, you can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. Now it's time for another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? G'day footy fans and welcome to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League. My name is Emmanuel Penkless and joining me as always, Michael Corbin. Michael. Emmanuel. Tough week for both our teams. On the weekend, in Anzac round, uh, your team lost to the Tigers. My team lost to my enemy, the Dragons. Yep. Yeah, I think we just call a podcast now. That's it. Thanks for tuning in. We're done. Uh, we don't really want to well, talk about it. Actually, in fairness to any new listeners that might have joined, for those that missed it last week, this is what Michael said. Uh, this isn't going to come through. Roosters get this done. I think this is a game where the Roosters announce themselves. I hope this is a game that the Roosters announce themselves. Don't roll your eyes at me. Um, <laughs> I think I think I think they get this done comfortably and. They show themselves as a genuine contender rather than a team that's just, you know, casually beating these teams and not putting in a best, not putting in their best effort. You mentioned the, the good team. Thanks. <laughs> I've been dying to do that all day. <laughs> you had it cued and ready. <laughs> no, in fairness, it's it's been a shocking week for um, predictions that we give on this podcast because Caelan Ponga also re-signed with Newcastle, so um, which defies my uh, start of season prediction, and we'll get to that in a bit. But Michael, I don't know what's wrong. I think that we are both a bit delusional or deluded, whatever the word is, about what our teams can achieve in 2022. Um, they just can't seem to recapture spark that we've seen from them in the last couple of seasons, perhaps. Um, but a great game for Anzac Day. The Tigers, another awesome win, deserved it more, held the football for far longer than Souths. Souths gave away so many errors. I didn't think their defence was that bad, but they, they just cannot hold the ball to save their lives. Um, there's too much pressure on the halfback. Uh, Cody Walker is just not not playing the game the way he used to, and... Um, just looks angry and pissed off and shitty all the time uh, and there's poor he needs to as the key playmaker in the team take control to the point where it is not Jai Arrow taking the field goal attempt with a minute to go. Yeah that was a uh, interesting choice trying to uh, capture the hearts of you know Luke Capewell style didn't didn't quite work but yeah look I South, I understand the drop off. It makes sense. You lose one, your fullback's out, but you're probably your second best player on the team or first best player, depending on where you rate him and Walker, Murray, whatever. There's plenty of players, right? And you lost Adam Reynolds, who was a key part of your team for 15 or 13 years, however long it was. Yep, 10. 10 years. The Roosters just, had, their attack is just not there whatsoever. Yeah. And. I still have some optimism about my team because I was looking back at the 2018 season, yep. the season that we won. Yep. We started four and four. Yep. Right. We lost 24 to eight on Anzac Day to the Dragons. 
And the way I see it is we've got a very new... Like the, the team this year is almost completely different to what it was last year. New spine, new players in key positions, uh, players who haven't played together for a long time or at all. Yep. And what Robbo has tried to do is build up our defence first and the attack will come. And that's what you focus on later in the year. And for the first two games, we're the fourth best defensive team in the competition. Yeah. Competition hasn't been... The, the, the teams that we reversed haven't been stellar. I'll admit that. But the defence is there. Yeah. The attack is not. And this, that's what gives me hope. And look, we played... Games where our completion rate is terrible is where we're going to be terrible. And it showed yesterday. Our completion rate was terrible. Daniel Tupo probably had the worst game he had in a few years. Lot, very long time. A very long time. Had some terrible, the high tackle, which he should have been sitting in for, the not taking the kick in for the 40-20 kick, the yep. hunt kick late in the game. Yep. He could have scored that try by himself at the very end of the game as well. Just a bad game by him. Right? Didn't quite understand the Victor Radley benching. But look, there's, there's things that... I, I see signs that this team could be good. There's enough talent on this team to be good. Today yeah. we had a great game. I, the, everyone's talking, oh, Pappenhausen has to be the fullback for New South Wales. Relax. Yeah. He's the captain of New it, South Wales. It's, it's going to be one of these things, Mike, though, where it, it do the Roosters give themselves enough time to get into this season, I think is the question. Because you talk about the spine and 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 sort of coming together, and I know the 4-4 four and four record and, and South's um, were, are in a similar position compared to 2014 and, and whatever, but it's nothing like 2014. But I think for the Roosters, okay, the 2018 spine, yes, had Kiri and Tedesco, but Sam Walker is not Cooper Cronk. No, he's not. And Verrills, or whoever is playing nine for you guys... He's not Jake Friend. And, and that's, that's 600 games of first grade, first grade experience. And you're going to have a point where the two most experienced players in your spine are probably going to have origin duties of some form. I wouldn't be surprised if Kiri gets picked in some sort of number 14 role. You disagree, but who knows? Who knows? But I, I've, I just think, and I'm in the same boat. I, Souths defensively, I mean, they completed at something like 50, 57%. And they only lost by a point. The defence wasn't too bad, but they're, they're just very clunky and, and there's just no cohesion. And I actually think it's going to take the whole season for it to click. Yeah. I genuinely think that. And we're, and we're in a worse situation because Latrell is out for us for at least another two months. Um, and, and we just can't seem to get it together. And Cook goes on origin duties in four weeks, assuming he gets picked, which I expect he will. Um, and it's... It's just, I just think for Souths and the Roosters, they could be the two that make up the numbers. I think Souths more likely. The Roosters probably have a bit more depth than us. But I think for us, it's a, we're just stretched in so many places. So many places. Yeah. Uh, let's not bore everyone with our team talk. Yeah. There was some great football for the rest of the weekend. Yeah. Um, I thought that you know, Penrith, again, incredible. Yeah. Melbourne put up 70 points. I don't know how that happened. 70 points. Just don't know. It's ridiculous how easily they score tries. And they've probably got... Well, it's them and Melbourne have the best spine in the competition. Yeah. Uh, them and Panthers have yeah. the best spine in the competition. And they're the two best teams in the competition. By a wide margin, if you ask me at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. They are killing it. And that magic, that magic round clash... Round eight, uh, round 13? No. Round, I can't, can't remember what round it is, but it's May May 14th, 7.30pm. It's a Saturday night game, Melbourne versus Panthers up at Suncorp Stadium. That is the draw card for Magic Round. It will be a 
Yeah, 14th of May, 7.45. I'm stunned that that game is actually a Magic Round game. That seems like ridiculous for both those sides, but obviously a draw card for that weekend. Yeah, Um, I'm I'm actually going to give you the trivia question now, Emmanuel. Okay. I've got it ready. Yeah. Who was the last team to beat Penrith at Bluebird Stadium? Wow, okay. Yeah, I'll let you sit on that one. Yeah, I'm going to sit on that one. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Mike, coming back to what we saw on the weekend, I I completely agree with you about um, Penrith and Penrith and Melbourne. Uh, Cronulla looked really good in the first half, like it was going to be a clinic. They're up 32-0 at halftime, and then Manly sort of fought their way back into that game. Manly have some problems. I don't want to put too much of a mocker on them because Souths are playing them this weekend. They're short on talent, um, I think, and they've got a mounting injury toll. Um, yeah, I, look, I had questions about their back line. Yeah. I wasn't sure about their back line. And Morgan Harper uh, has been dropped this weekend. Yeah. Probably deservedly given how poorly he played against Talakai, who may have had one of the greatest single half performances I've ever seen. Extra- extraordinary. Right. I think Shark switched off. They were up 32 and a half time and switched off a little bit and it took them a little bit to come back into that game once they, you know, once they turned down the gears, they had to ramp back up to try and hold off a, a late manly run. Yep. I don't think it was really ever in doubt. Uh, so I don't know how much you can take out of manly's last, uh, last second half comeback. Yeah. Uh, Sharks are a really good team. And at 32 nil, it's very hard not to switch off. Exactly. And at this point in the competition where, like, you you know, you go up 32-0, you've got another 20 rounds left. You're trying to reserve, you're trying to reserve some energy. You know that. So, you know, I don't, I, as, as it's not a great side to see that your team gets 22 points scored on you uh, consecutively. Yeah. But the Sharks are a really good team. Really, really good team. Yeah. Um, the other big win was for Parramatta, who bounced back after that game against the Tigers. Um... Newcastle. Soft. Soft. Some of those try, and a lot of them were dummy half runs or forward hit-ups, which, okay, one of them a game, fine. There was four of them. Yeah. Can't allow that. Yeah. That was, it was a poor performance by Newcastle. And we mentioned a few weeks ago that Maguire and Anthony Griffin were on the hot seat. Yeah. Switch. It has. I, I said this to you. And it's O'Brien yep. and it's Nathan Brown. Yeah, and you know, that's five in a row for Newcastle. And I, I just... You think after sort of re-signing Kalen for five years, which was the news you know, on Wednesday of last week, just after we recorded, you would have thought that they would have come with a big game, uh, maybe an upset or at least close, but there was just nothing in that game. Absolutely nothing in that game, um, which just... Stuns me. So I, they've got their problems. Yeah, I don't know how much you can believe out of all the media that came out after Caleb Ponga signed the conversation with Wayne Bennett. But the rumours are that Wayne, Wayne Bennett challenged Caleb Ponga saying, you're not this good yet, but I can make you better. And this is what we need to do. Yeah. Ponga didn't take it well. Yeah. Didn't take the criticism well. And that's one of the reasons why he signed with Knights. If you're this good a player, that criticism from arguably the greatest coach of all time, you cop it. You cop it and yeah. you accept it, yeah. not run from it. And Pong has been seen as this player who doesn't step up in the big games and goes missing. And this, I don't know, if, if they are true, it's a questionable character move. 
Yep, definitely. And I've been saying it all year. I've been critical of him and nothing changes. Uh, I reached out to our dear friend, Paul, who, of course, is a big Newcastle fan, just for his uh, opinion, which I took seriously until he said that he's the Michael Jordan of rugby league. Um, I thought that was Ali Cherry Evans. Apparently it's Ponga. But, uh, no, the point that Paul did make was if we lost Ponga, we wouldn't sign someone of that calibre for a few more years. Munster wants to play in either Melbourne or Queensland and wouldn't come to Newcastle. Ponga's a superstar. He's the Queensland fullback and will hold that jersey for years to come. He needs a decent halfback to realise his potential. And alternatively, um, it's to move him to 5'8 and play him in a Darren Lockyer role. But he brings other players to the club, which is a fair point. He's a marquee player, but... Uh, Wayne Bennett when Wayne Bennett gives you that feedback you take it on board yeah I agree I agree okay uh, is there anything else that we need to hit on oh, there was one thing you wanted to talk about which was the Bulldogs the Bulldogs so last week uh, Wednesday morning I believe was it Wednesday morning or was it no, it was Tuesday morning the Bulldogs were hit with a COVID crisis yeah where multiple uh, players were hit uh, came down with COVID. I think it was four players in total. Yeah, three from the top, uh, from the main team, and then a one reserve player. Yep. who would have filled out, uh, would have filled in, uh, and they had to call up some players outside of the thirty-man squad. They did. Yeah. Um, now you have, some, you have some thoughts about. Well, this. Gus was talking last night, one hundred percent footy, about the fact that they took five reserve grade players up, kept them in a separate hotel to isolate them from the rest of the team, and then one of those five players actually tested positive. And so um, I guess the, the thing that's, that's probably going to have to be discussed at some point is how, how does the NRL cope with this in a big game? Because obviously finals and with Origin particular approaching and what are they going to do? And I think it's going to get to a point, Mike, where teams have self-imposed bubbles is probably a starting point for this where just the teams agree that they won't be able to... Um, they won't be able to... Or they have to isolate from their families because that seems to be the source of a lot of this. Uh, so it's probably going to be the way to go. Um, but keen to hear what everyone has to say on this one because it's an interesting one. And if a player's asymptomatic on grand final day, they're playing that game. Yeah, this is the thing. It's, okay, it doesn't matter now, but come crunch time, origin, finals, yep. will tend to try hide this. Yep. COVID restrictions are easing every couple months. Will it even matter is the question. Uh, so yeah, it's interesting. A lot of players have already had it. There's different strains going around. Can they get it again? These are all things that you know will come up. I think for the most part, there's been very few players who have got it during the season, and most teams have been able to handle that. But it was you know one dinner where five Bulldogs players ended up contracting COVID, and that's what caused it. So it was an unfortunate circumstance. We probably will see it again this season. Yeah. It's just, you know, when it comes... You're, and you're right, when it comes to crunch time or those big games, I mean, you'd, how likely a team's going to be... You'd to, hate for it to be a thing in Magic Round. I know. Oh, well, yeah. Well, Magic Round dangerous because you've got the whole rugby league. Yeah. Or an origin camp where everyone takes it back to their clubs. Exactly. That's when it's going to be problematic. But anyway, we shall wait and see. Uh, should we get on to... Tips. Tips? Yep. Yep. Okay, so most people got six last week. Uh, yep. Joanna and Will Casso got seven out of eight. Uh, a chunk of sixes, uh, a couple of fives, a couple of fours, and then Sooty with one point. 
which makes me think he might he not be tipping. Yeah. Um, John Hetro is on an outright lead at 41. Nick Sat and Tony Corbin, the Dad's Club, uh, equals second. Anthony P, Clive, Michael J, Peter G, Michael C round out the top eight. Uh, things humming along back to fives and sixes most week. Yeah. Um, the ladder is starting to sort itself out a bit. Definitely the top four teams, I think, are clear. Yeah. Um, then there's a bit of a, a log jam, and then the bottom one team. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, yeah, uh, agree. And I think this week's actually a really tough week in terms of tipping. Yeah. Uh, there's some really, like, a lot of teams in equal position, like, close positions versus each other. Uh, so why don't we get into our tips for round eight? Let's do it. Okay, so round eight kicks off on Thursday night at Suncorp Stadium with the Broncos hosting Cronulla. Uh, Kevy Walters has named the same 17 that downed the Bulldogs on Friday. Tamari Martin, Mike, you were very impressed with him um, wearing the number one last week, and he is going to be there again. Reynolds and Gamble again team up in the halves as Walters starts to get stability into his spine. For Cronulla, the only change is the return of Finucane. Cam McInnes goes to the bench and Braden Trindle drops to the reserves. Wade Graham is listed among the reserves as he nears a return from an ankle injury. Yeah, I thought that one tomorrow, Martin, excellent, like, awesome story. Yeah. Comes back after a three-year absence due to that brain, like, serious brain bleed. Yeah. Thought he was one of their best on uh, last Friday night. Absolutely killed it. Really involved at fullback position. Um, and when Tezzy New comes back, I could see him sliding to six. Yep. Uh, I didn't think Tyson Gamble was that good. Uh, I thought Adam Reynolds was exceptional, especially in that last 25. This game, the Bulldogs game was close. It was 14 to six with 25 minutes left. All right. And then Adam Reynolds turned it on. Yep. Absolutely destroyed. That's what the good players the do, right? What the good players do. Um... So yeah, I, and it, also, it was also coincided with Billy Walters going off. So interesting that he still got the ninth spot. I don't think he's a genuine hooker. Didn't like what I saw out of him at that position. So yeah, that's an interesting one. But Cronulla, it, yeah, they're almost getting back to full health. Fanukin's back. Wayne Graham's going to come back. It's going to be interesting to see where he plays, who gets shifted, whether it be T. Wilton or Britton Nakora, who have both been solid. Yeah. Um, you know, you've also got Connor Tracy to come back. What will happen to Talakai? You know, he had to fight for that spot. Yeah, he's been awesome it's been so good. He's back, right? It's going to awesome, be awesome on attack, though. Yeah. Defense is still questionable. Yeah. Super Cradle. They're, they're one of the best teams in the competition. I think they get this done. But this should be, this should be a good game. Broncos have played well the last three weeks. They have. And they finished strongly they lost, last they lost week. The Pan- they lost the Panthers. They just lost to the Roosters. Panthers are beating everybody at the moment. Yeah. And they, they, they took a while to get going against the Dogs, but eventually they, they got, got the dominating win that they needed to. So they've been playing well despite their win-loss record. Yeah, and, you know, they finished strongly last week, as we said, and Cronulla started strongly. So both teams have to tighten up their games at either end, yeah. uh, which makes things interesting. Okay, the early game on Friday night, the Titans, who have just been woeful, host um, Penrith, who are yet to drop a game. Uh, 
The new look back line for the Titans has AJ Brimson taking over at fullback, Will Smith going to 5'8", Sami back on the wing, Herbert returning to centre, and David Fafita back to the forwards. Fafita's return to the second row pushes Proctor to the bench and Jared Wallace to the reserves, while Mo Fotoaker is named to start at prop and Jolif is out with a calf injury. Tanner Boyd and Herman Essie join the bench. Jaden Campbell's listed amongst the reserves and appears a good chance of returning at fullback. For Penrith, Sonny Luke retains his place on the bench as the Panthers go with the same 17 that took care of business against Canberra. Brian To'o is aiming for a return in round nine. I would be going Penrith. Um, easy choice for me, Penrith. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting to see when, if Jaddy Campbell does return. He does help them a lot. Yep. Um, and I think they've missed his him. His absence has been felt the last few weeks, but. Nathan Cleary is, I mentioned him last week, he's the best player in the competition at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and Penrith just don't look like, like, Raiders played well. Yeah. Raiders did not have a bad game, but Penrith just suffocated. We've said this, they suffocated. Penrith had one tackle inside, no, Canberra had one tackle inside their own half, I think, during the whole second half. It's crazy, isn't it? I mean, that's just relentless, ruthless smother ball. Um, The kind of game they've been playing for a long time now that's just mighty oppressive. Yeah, so Panthers, for me, should get it done pretty easily. Yep. Uh, Friday night, South Coast Manly on the Central Coast. This is the uh, preliminary final rematch. Uh, Tane Milne's suspension paves the way for Tass to come into the centres for his second NRL game. Host is out with a shoulder injury and Havili joins the bench. For Manly, Tapao and Kepi are the new props, with Davey sidelined by a shoulder injury and Sipley reverting to the bench. Ola Kowatu, who has been one of Manly's best, and Paseka are out, so Ben Trebojevic and Kurt DeLewis come in. Bullimore moves from the bench to the starting side. Kula comes into the starting side at centre with Morgan Harper left out um, both sides coming off disappointing performances last week and rather scratchy form to start the season um, Manly a 7th, Souths a 8th um, it's a really tough game mm. really tough game to pick uh, I didn't it's one of the hardest games for me uh, this week I think I'm going to pick South, uh, not convincingly. Um, I just didn't like what I saw out of Manly early on. And again, those points that they scored late were more Sharks turning off rather than them being good. Yeah. And there's, you know, they are flat track bullies. Yeah. And South aren't a flat track. Yeah. They can hold up and their defence has been okay. I think that given that, South should get this. Yeah, well, we'll see. Mm. Um, okay, Battle of the Desperados at 3 p.m. on Saturday. The Warriors host the Raiders at Morton Daly Stadium in Redcliffe. Uh, a number of changes after that brutal injury to DWZ. Um, Josh Curran, Penne and Cossey also all out of the side. The new faces are Berry. Vilea on the wings, and Jack Murchie and Elise Katoa on the bench. Bailey Sirenen moves into the starting side. For the Raiders, a boost with Elliot Whitehead back on deck after missing the Panthers game. 
with a severe facial laceration. Wasn't that one pretty? And Harry Rushton is the man to make way. Club legend Jared Croker is listed amongst the reserves as he chases his first appearance of the season. Jeez, this is... Right, for one, the Warriors have lost probably their best player this season yep. in Josh Curran. Yep. Uh, probably out four to six weeks, I think, with an MCL injury, which is a big loss for them. Uh, and when he went off, Melbourne actually started scoring all their points. It's a close game at half-time until he went off. I'm not saying that he's responsible for seven, a 70-60-point difference, but he would have helped. Um, Ricky's bringing up his 450th coaching nod. Yep. Uh, only coach, I sent you this today, the only, co- the only coach who has reached this mark has been four previously uh, to not have a winning record heading into that game. So, questions about how good Ricky is, uh, you know, whether, whether he can get this team fired back up again. You know, we're only two years gone, three years gone from them being a grand finalist. And we all seem to be falling off at the moment. They've had some really bad losses. Some really big blown leads. To be the Warriors, I think that is that an yeah. attitude problem. Do you think, Canberra? Is it something he can coach? Mental toughness, right? Yeah, and look, there's there's also times where the coach's voice just like you, the coach's voice is just you need a change. Yeah, and they they they're not responding to it anymore. I think that might be the case yeah. more than anything. So, yeah. Um, Those other coaches, by the way, Wayne Bennett, Tim Sheens, Brian Smith, and Craig Bellamy, yeah. some of the biggest names in the game. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm tipping the Warriors. I'm not convincing again. I just think that they can score points better than Canberra can at the moment. And despite Jack White playing well, he's not playing winning football. I don't know how much he's affecting his team winning. So, yeah, tipping. Yeah. Tipping the Warriors. Warriors 11th and Canberra 15th, but only two points apart on the ladder. Um, okay, Saturday at 5.30, the Bulldogs host the Roosters out at Homebush. For the Dogs, they're boosted by the return of Naden Avarillo uh, after layoffs. Um, sorry, re- after layoffs with COVID. Uh, and Ockenbore and Kiraz are out. Sia Manifangai um, also returns on the bench in the place of Billy Tsukrikis. Uh, and for the Roosters, Kevin Nakama comes onto the bench. Uh, sorry, comes onto the wing for the suspended Tupo. JWH and Victor Radley are back in the run on side. Taukiaho and Nat Butcher to start from the bench. Michael will be going for the Roosters to bounce back in this one. Yeah, I hope so. If we lose to the Bulldogs, then I'm going to be having a, a you know some sort of panic attack. Um, I would be surprised if. I, I, I want to see Suwali play centre. Because when he got the ball yesterday, he was damaging. Yeah. Every run he did was damaging. Even his shot on Jack Bird was damaging. Apparently shattered his arm. Did he? Um, so, yeah, he's... So, what, 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 um, for Momorowski? Yeah, I'd put Momorowski on the wing where yeah. he was playing for Penrith yeah. in that grand final team. And I would move Suwali to centre just so he can get more ball. It wasn't until the second half where he got a touch, I'm pretty sure. Even then, he's poking his head through on every run. He's he's young, but he's strong. He's powerful. He's quick. Has all the skill in the world. So I'm I'm backing him to get that centre spot. Uh, yeah, I think the Roosters Roosters for me. Okay. Uh, Saturday night. Also, uh, one more thing about the dogs. Tell me, their best player on the weekend 
was Perez. Yep. This is the Lebanese center. Yep. Uh, who is not part of the 30 man squad, so we can't play this week. He needs to get a, he needs to find his way into this game. He can't he play was, until after round 10. Yeah. Is that the he, rule? Was, he was their best player. Yeah. I'm sure he'll be back. Yeah. Uh, okay, the Eels host the Cowboys Saturday night out of Darwin, the traditional home ground for the, uh, the traditional ground for this one. For Para, they're unchanged with Dylan Brown again in the centres and Jacob Arthur pairing Mitch Moses in the halves. For the Cowboys, Todd Payton has named the exact same 17 as last week, although there could again be some late reshuffles with Cotter and Gilbert a chance of starting over Hess and. Lukey, this one is a cracker. So this is third versus fifth. Um, Para have won an extra game. Cowboys have the second best defensive record in the comp at the moment to Penrith. Uh, and Para are coming off a big win last week. But then again, after big wins, they struggle. Yeah, I do have questions about the Cowboys, though. Like, who have they beaten? They've beaten the bottom teams. They haven't really had a tough... Their one tough game was against the Roosters, which they got blown out of the park on. Yeah. This is another big test for them. Yeah. And I, I, as, as good as this story has been, and they've won a few games to start the season, I can't see them being beating the good teams. Yeah. I think Panthers, uh, Parramatta are a good team, and I think that they can get this done. Yeah, and if you go back over the Cowboys, this is who they've played. They've played the Dogs, they've played the Raiders, they've played Brisbane, they've played the Roosters, they've played... Oh dear. The they've Titans. played the Warriors. They've played the Raiders. So they played the Raiders twice and the Bulldogs. And then they got pumped by Penrith, got pumped by the Roosters. This is a top eight team now. And it's probably, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good as it's a great story here in fifth to start the season. But against the good teams, I think they'll struggle. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, okay, Sunday afternoon, Knights host Melbourne at McDonald Jones Stadium. Gagai, who's probably been one of the best, if not the best, for Newcastle, is out with a fractured cheekbone and is replaced by Sasungi in the centres. Brody Jones has been named despite concerns around an elbow injury. Suaso Su is the new man on the bench. For the Storm, no changes to the rod on side, but a minor tweak to the bench with Chris Lewis moving back to 18th man and Wishart um, back in the number 15. Remus Smith has been included in the back line despite failing HIA against the Warriors. Cooper Johns, Bronson Garlic, is that where he is? And yeah. Jack Howarth are among the reserves. Didn't realise Bronson Garlic had gone there. Interesting. Yeah, Melbourne. Melbourne. Uh, they might put up 60. Yeah, <laughs> if they're in a mood, they probably yeah, will. They might put up 60. They're, they are firing on all cylinders. Pappenhausen is... Uh, ahead on the Dally M leaderboard at the moment by a fair bit. Yeah. He's up by like five <laughs> points or something like that. Yeah. Uh, just seems to be scoring points for fun. Had another 22 on the yeah. weekend with two tries and however many goals. Yeah. Didn't even finish the game. Broke the um, all-time Anzac record for yeah. that clash. Yeah. Um, so, which is yeah. probably one of Cam Smith's only records that will be broken. Xavier Coates, four tries. He's made the right decision going down to Melbourne by the looks of it. And, you know... Everything's going well for them at the moment. You've got Brandon Smith coming off the bench. It's tough to beat. They're going to be a handful for Newcastle. Yep. And who would have thought that I'd be saying this? Match of the round. <laughs> Sunday afternoon. Win Stadium. Could you, could you imagine we saw this two weeks ago being like Sunday afternoon football against these two teams, Dragons and Tigers as the marquee game? Yeah. 10th versus 13th, 
match of the round, Sunday afternoon, the Wollongong Ocean, Dragons and Tigers. Um, Griffin's name the same has sorry has named Jack Bird at five eighth in a boost for the side following their Anzac Day win. Uh, Maguire takes the place of Sua, who injured an ankle uh, in the back row with Tyrrell Fumi-Maono coming onto the interchange. Sloan and Ramsey are among the reserves. Toa comes in for Dane Laurie at fullback with Oliver Gildhart and Luke Garner listed in the centres. Tua Lungi returns to the back row after missing last week's win due to illness with Seifarth shifting to the interchange bench. Simpkin is 18th man with Little keeping his spot at hooker. Now, the Dragons have to play some of the most boring football I've ever seen, and the Tigers are playing really exciting, expansive football. So hopefully the Tigers prevail and we get an entertaining game. Yeah, I think the loss of Laurie, though, is going to be really big for them. Yeah. Um, Dragons, yeah, that will come into last round. They were the worst defensive team in the competition. Uh, I, I think I'm going to tip the Tigers. Uh can I just say that I don't want to see another puff piece about Jack DeBellin again all season? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care. He's not going to play Origin. Yep. We don't care about how good a person he is anymore. Yep. Just leave it. We're done. Okay. We're out on Jack DeBellin. We'll let them know. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, Tigers. Okay. So my... <laughs> Anything else? No, that's it. I'm done. Okay, good. Uh, Mike's tips for round eight. Mike's gone Cronulla over Brisbane in Brisbane. Penrith over the Gold Coast on the Gold Coast. Souths to get it done over Manly. The Warriors over Canberra. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Warriors over Canberra. Roosters to beat the Dogs at Homebush. Para to win in, in Darwin against the Cowboys. Melbourne to pump Newcastle. And the Tigers to cause another upset. This time against the Dragons. All right. That's it. You had a trivia question for me. Yeah, well, I gave it to you. Do you want the answer? Canberra. Correct. Round 19? Yeah. 2019. Interesting. Yeah. 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 The year that Canberra made the grand final. Mm-hmm. I think it was 30 to 18. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. I didn't look that up, by the way, just to clarify. Um, the other thing that I heard is that whoever plays Canberra wins the next week. It's a hot streak for the season. <laughs> so who played Canberra last week? Penrith. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because whoever plays Penrith loses every week. Pretty safe bet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Canberra's a team to watch in terms of Hot yeah, I just think it. Ricky's protected. Rick, uh, look, Ricky, the you, treatment you, of Ricky is a bit like the treatment of Ponga. A few, a few years ago, there was an article coming out that there was a, like, who were the safest coaches? I think it was last year. Who were the safest coaches in the NRL? And the Canberra Raiders started poorly last year. Yeah, and it was the same thing. It was Ricky's protected. He won't lose it. But I don't know. Two years in a row, can it be done again? We'll see. Uh, so yeah, something yeah. to watch out for. I think that's it. We're done? We're done, Mike. Fantastic. All right. That's it, guys. Uh, As always, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Uh, As we've mentioned before, you can now like, uh, rate uh, podcasts on Spotify. If you can give us five stars, that would be fantastic. Uh, Six would be better. If you can do that, six, you'll find a way to do it. That's fantastic as well. Um, That's it. How good is Rugby League, Emmanuel? How good is Rugby League? Thanks, guys. Thank you.